Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome to our match reaction show. It's finished. Uh, Leeds United nil, Manchester United 2. And um, the title of the video says Ten Hag Tactical, Tactical Masterclass. And it was a tactical masterclass. Now, some might say it was a bit of a lucky win. And I would agree with that. I think it was a bit of a lucky win because I think Leeds had quite a few chances where they could have won it. But I think just in terms of the whole game and how Ten Hag managed that, um, I, I, th- I think he did a really, really good job. And we'll talk about that because I, I don't think... I mean, there's not a lot of options. And the fact is that whatever Tenor was going to do, it was not going to be there. There was always going to be some criticism, some sort of, uh, you know, why is he doing that? Why is he not doing that? Um, and the fact is United, without without Casemiro, without, um, uh, you know, Anthony Martial, there are issues in that team. And and he's got to have to figure out the best way to make the best out of it. But uh, I thought he did, I thought, I thought it was good. Now, the team selection, starts with the team selection. The thing is, a lot of people going, why is Maguire starting? Why is Martinez not starting? And, and you know, the fact is that Lissandra Martinez is suspended. Um, for Barcelona. So Luke Shaw has to play centre-back just to get a feel of what it's like to play at centre-back because he's going to play centre-back, um, you would suppose, at um, you know at the, at the no-camp. So he's going to have to get used to it. You know, it's very different playing left-back and playing uh, and playing centre-back. So he's got to get used to that. So he had to start. Um, Verano obviously has played a lot of games, so he's got to get a rest. Um, so so Maguire comes in, um, you know, because you can't have Martinez and Shaw playing together. So you need somebody in there. I think he figured that, you know, I would have started Lindelof. Maybe that's because I would have started Lindelof. But I think what he realized was probably that if there is a point where um, I think they were trying to get the switch plays. And I think he probably figured that Maguire had done quite well with the switch plays in, the, in an earlier game. So he thought if it's going to be a switch of play from side to side, Maguire is probably better than Lindelof. I think. I'm not sure that's correct, but I do feel that Lindelof is better with the over-the-top ball. Maybe Maguire is better with the switch. Um, I thought Maguire was terrible. Uh, to be honest, we'll talk about that because I would probably be more upset about it if I if they're drawn this game or lost this. But it was he was really really terrible. But I thought the selections were fine. Um, I think forward line um, maybe could have taken off Vegas, maybe brought in uh, Pelestri, maybe. But um, again, that's like you know you're trying to put in a player because Ganacho couldn't start up after the game that he had. He wasn't going to start, so it was either Pelestri or Vegas. Um, and I think he went with Vegas because if you play because if you play plays Pelistri and you've got Sancho and you've got Rashford, Sancho hasn't played a lot of games, Pelistri hasn't played a lot of games. That's too much to ask for a high intensity showdown like this. So I think he went with the with the options that made sense. Um, and then of course I thought Leeds were like I said I thought Leeds were really really good. And I thought United were completely out again. The second half especially I think Leeds were very disappointed because at first five ten minutes they were all over United. They had all the chances, they had all the possession. They were really really troubling United. Um, and I thought that first half at the immense is when we saw the worst of Fred and we saw the worst of Maguire because for me, um, and probably even the worst of the year as well. I mean, a couple of shot, uh, you know passes that Deir was making were just completely um, incredibly ridiculous <laughs> the kind of chances they were giving giving away. I think it showed the limitations of these players. I think it showed why Maguire can't really be a proper like he's not even a great centre back. Forget world class, he's not a great centre back. He's he's a decent centre back, and the reason for that is because you could see it. He he had no there's so many times the players were like give me a pass, give me a pass, and he just had to take so long to pass it. Um, there was times and Sabitza asked for a pass, and he got it like maybe five seconds later, and then he we would say like what am I supposed to do? I'm just passing it back to you because I have nothing to do with it. Um, and then that was a problem, and I think the credit to Ten Hag he identified it. He identified that there were issues happening, particularly in the back and then in the front. 
Um, because at, at the front as well, I mean, Vegas had had a very poor game in the first half as a striker because every time the ball was left him, he couldn't hold it. He wasn't able to do anything with it. They weren't able to get him in the game for whatever reason. I don't know what it is with Vegas, but there's just something as a striker that was missing uh, from his game. Sancho was anonymous, which I think makes sense because he's playing on the right wing. Um, you know, there was no service to him because Dalo was struggling as well. Um, and Sabitz and Fred were kind of there, uh, struggling as well. I mean, Rashford didn't they had a pretty much anonymous game on the left wing as well, so I don't think you can blame either of them too much. Where it changed, and this is why it's a tactical, I say it's, it's a tactical genius move, is I think Ten Hag realized, okay, fine, I've got to get it, I've got to, I've got to get Shaw out wide because clearly Malasia is struggling. So I'm going to bring in Martinez. And what that allows me to do also is because Shaw is not, again, Shaw, Martinez can play those over the top balls. He can, his delivery is much better. I don't think Shaw is at that level of, of Martinez. Martinez is just brilliant, isn't he? Um, I don't want to make this a Martinez Lopez. So he brings on Lissandro Martinez. So now they've got more control in defense. Um, and then because Shaw, also I think Shaw sometimes feels a little bit tied to Maguire, whereas I think Martinez is like, I'm not, you know, you do, you're Maguire, I'm Martinez, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, and you gotta figure out what you're gonna do. And you know, I like Martinez in that way, I just felt like he had that air about him, like, this is what I'm gonna do, and I will do my best to support you, but I'm not gonna hold your hand. Whereas I think Shaw was more like, yeah, I'll hold your hand if you need to. So, um, that that changed, and then I think putting Shaw on the left back again, Shaw putting left back was good because I think Malasse was not having a good game at left back anyway. So, Shaw gets into his more favorite position, Martinez brings in that delivery and probably that. A little bit of the higher line that they need, and then you and then the big change for me was Vegas going at number 10. I've never in my life expected to see Vegas going in at number 10, but he goes at number 10. Rasha plays up front, and I tell you what, I think this it's one of the most surreal sides that you ever see Vegas at number 10. I thought that that you know, and I don't think it was a proper number 10, I think he was more playing as a second striker, but he was dropping in to help the midfield. And I was so and, was, and, and you know what, he did a very good job in the second half. He was in this in the point last 15 20 minutes, it was a step up from what he was doing before because. He was back there, he was making the blocks, he was making the tackles, and every time the ball, he could be a battering ram. Because when he was getting crowded out by the defenders, he couldn't be the battering ram. When he was a number 10, because the defenders were being occupied by Rashford's space, he could be the battering ram that they wanted him to be. He was a battering ram. I loved it. You know, it was a fantastic move from Tenab, by the way. That's just, it's it's sometimes some things that just come out of mind. And if it had not worked, we would have been like, what the hell is going on? But it worked, and it was a tactical genius. I don't think he'll try it too often, though. But it was, it was, it was a good move. And then the goal comes. The goal comes because there's now that space. Because Rashford has created that space, you know, uh, with his space, uh, you know, for the defenders to drop deep. Um, Garnacho, of course, also has got that pace. And what happens, the ball comes out to Sabitzer. Sabitzer plays a long ball to Shaw. Shaw is better than Malasia. So, therefore, he, he's not someone who's going to be, you know, because if it was Malasia, I don't think it would have gone anywhere. But with Shaw, because he's got that, you know, forward drive, he gets the ball and then he puts a wonderful cross in and Rashford scores the header. And it's one nil Rashford. I'm in the form of his life at the moment. I think there's just nothing to say about that. You know, we, we talk about him. I don't think he had a great game, but in front of goal, he's looking deadly. What's interesting to note is that a lot of his recent goals have come from the striker's position. And I just wonder if we're now starting to see the evolution of Marcus Rashford, the striker. I don't think he's a striker in the mold of, of Anthony Martial or, you know, or even of Bart Vegas yet. He's not in that mold. Um, but what he's learning now is he's, he's becoming a striker who can score goals. Um, the kind of goals that you expect strikers to go, not 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 the ones where he runs the byline, cuts inside, and then you know puts a uh, you know a great ball in, or you know, like a curling shot or whatever. He's scoring those strikers goals, those headers, those tap ins, those you know you know those uh, um, last last shot kind of kind of goals, and uh, you know penalty box kind of goals. And I like that. That's what needs to happen with Rashford. That's where his next um, 
evolution needs to happen. And I'm seeing that. And I wonder if next season he could very well make a claim to be a starting striker for Manchester United, maybe. Uh, but we'll see what happens. But anyway, 1-0. I just felt that 1-0. I mean, Leeds had put in so much. I thought Leeds actually could still have gone on to draw that game from 1-0. But I think, I think that goal kind of deflated them a little bit because that was probably United one of United's few meaningful attacks and they got a goal from it. And it almost felt like, you know, ah, you know, we did all of this and, and we've kind of just uh, given up. Um, and then the second goal came, as it happens so, so often, you know, one goal brings two. And that's what happened again. One goal brought two. I think the second goal, again, the second goal is uh, is with Vekos at number 10. He makes the pass, the nice little pass. What Vekos does have, which is a bit under, he does have a good pass on him, um, you know, for, for a striker, for, for a six foot six striker. He has a very good pass on him. And that's why he doesn't score a lot of goals because he's often that, that you know, that target man kind of player who can bring others into play. But then he, he's too slow to kind of get in the box for a team that plays on a fast break. He can't get into the box. So he's got to be one of the two. I think playing him at number 10 helped because he had to, he could, all he had to do was be the battering ram and, and you know, pass it around to the other players. So that's the reason why it worked. And it was a good pass to Garnacho. And Garnacho then takes it on. Gets a bit lucky because the ball, you know, ricochets the hand onto the post and goes inside, which, you know, oftentimes those can even not go in. So he gets a bit lucky, but he deserved that luck. And after everything that has happened over the over midweek, you know, where there was a lot of criticism about him, there's a lot of talk about him, young guy. I mean, you know, people just, you know, don't get it. But um, today he showed, you know, he, why he's so highly rated. He's got, to, he's going to have inconsistent games. He's going to have, you know, games where he looks very good. It's just what you've got to take with a young player. It's going to take time for him. And most people expect, you know, 17-year-olds to be messy. That doesn't happen. It takes time. And consistency comes with time. Um, but nonetheless, so two nil win, three points. Important for United to get the three points because they've got Barcelona, they've got Leicester, they've got, you know, they've got two games in Barcelona and then Leicester in between. And, um, you know, they've got to try and get as far, as quickly as possible, try to get as far away from, from the chasing pack as possible. And with, with Liverpool losing, with Newcastle drawing, I think this was, you know, Chelsea drawing as well. Um, this Sorry, not Liverpool losing, Spurs losing. Uh, but with that happening, I think they needed those three points just to kind of build that gap further. So so that that's good for them. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean... It, it, my my man match would have been eight and I if I could have given it to him because I thought he I thought changes were spot on and he got it right and and that's important as well. Um, but on the page I, I I'm struggling to think who could be the man the match of Manchester United because I don't think anybody had a standout game. I mean, uh, it's it's difficult to pick one player out. I mean, probably Martinez would be my pick because he came on and changed the game pretty much in in a silent way. He came on and changed his his arrival changed the game. So probably be Martinez because I can't really think of anybody else who who deserves man of the match from the from those that started. Um, but let me know if you think differently, of course, too. Do let me know what you think about the game. What do you think about Manchester United performance? What do you think about Ten Hag's um, tactics? I mean, the thing is that rotation had to happen. And this happened happened a lot during Sir Alex's time as well. Sometimes you just play a completely unrecognizable game a team before a big European clash. And they would get an ugly 1-0, 2-1 win, something like that. So this is part of, of, of that, you know, of being... If if the plan is to be challenging at the top tier, this is these kind of games will happen and these kind of teams will need to be picked. You you have that, you just have to do that. And sometimes you get lucky, sometimes you don't. Today they got lucky, and that's that's part of being a manager as well, getting that luck that you need. Um, I thought Leeds played really well, though. I mean, if it was some Leeds, I mean, the thing is, um, I thought Adams and McKenney today were a little bit lower than the level that they were at. They were more tenacious on Wednesday. They were not so tenacious today. Maybe that made a difference as well. Uh, for Manchester United, a little bit more time. I liked how they played in the first half. As I haven't talked about this actually. The first half, I thought the tactics were also spot on because what you could see is Leicester were uh, sorry Leeds were trying to push them, push, 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 trying to be you know really fast. And what Ten Hag was probably the instruction was just keep it calm, just keep it that slow. We don't need to you know panic. We don't need to be match the intensity because we can't. I mean United cannot could not have matched Leeds intensity for ninety minutes. That was never going to happen. What you wanted to do is you wanted to calm yourself down, play, play slow, 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 so that. 
towards the as the game goes in the later stages, they will have you know still have the energy and the quality to beat Leeds, and so that was the idea. And I thought that I mean it was a risky strategy, and it, it would not have worked if you know if one of the chances had been taken. But then you make your own luck as a manager. You've got to have those plans. I think if they tried to go toe to toe with Leeds in terms of intensity, they would have lost that game two nil, three nil quite easily. You know even before the subs came on because Leeds were just all over United even with. Uh, you know the way that they were playing. So imagine they were trying to leave gaps and open, uh, gaps open, spaces open. They couldn't do that. So I like, I like that strategy. It's a difficult one uh, to execute. It's, it's very risky, but sometimes you have to do that as well. So I like the first half as well. Let's not forget the first half. I think that was a very good one, especially after what happened in the last game where you know they get they surrendered the initiative too early. Um, and 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 you know they didn't want to do that this time, which I thought is something that he learns from. The second half, of course, was was different where he the players were making a lot of individual mistakes. Some of it was unforced as well. I don't think it was just elite spare. Some of it was just uh, casual, you know, there's probably some tiredness as well. Um, so things that I will need to be cut out. But then again, um, I don't expect to see Maguire starting a lot of games. I don't expect to see Fred starting a lot of games once Casemiro jumps from suspension. As long as there are no injuries, I don't see these two as starting players anyway. So I think it will be okay, but um, it just shows the lack of depth, doesn't it? And that's why that's why I still don't, I'm not still not certain if United will finish top four for sure. But anyway, let me know what you think. We'll smash a like on the video if you enjoyed it. Do subscribe to our channel on YouTube, follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram if you if you like what we're producing. We do appreciate your support, of course, and obviously look forward to that. We have a couple more match reactions coming today, so do stay tuned. Uh, take care and we'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.